Hello, and welcome to the Treasures of Truth podcast with Dr. Jeremy Simpson of the Thanks to Calvary Baptist Church in Elkin, North Carolina. We hope that you enjoy the podcast today as we search together in the precious Word of God. Well, hey man, this is Brother Jeremy Simpson. Welcome to the Treasures of Truth podcast. We're glad you're back with us today. And uh, we want to go back to the book of Joshua today, Joshua chapter number 2 and verse number 18, where the Bible says, Behold, when we come into the land, thou shalt bind this line of scarlet thread in the window, which thou didst let us down by. Thou shalt bring thy father and thy mother and thy brethren and all thy father's household home unto thee. We started on the last podcast talking about this scarlet thread. On the last podcast, we talked about the introduction uh, to this great story about how it's our story. Uh, here is a young lady who is uh, bound for destruction. Her life is going to end in ruin. Uh, her life is going to end in destruction. And these Israelite spies came and said, hang this scarlet thread out your window and what God did for us 40 years ago, he'll do for you today. And it's just a great, great story. And so I want to look a little further into it today because it's about the blood. If you didn't listen to the last episode, I would say go back and listen to 377. And it'll give you an introduction to that. But three simple truths I want to give you about this scarlet thread. Number one, in this scarlet thread, we see the prophecy of the blood. See, the blood is seen throughout the Word of God uh, in illustrations, in type, in statements, in prophecy, in commandments. God has spoken to us of the blood so many times. From Genesis to Revelation, there is a scarlet thread through the Bible of the blood. And from Genesis to Revelation, there is a, is a golden thread of the revelation of Jesus Christ. Someone is coming, someone has come, someone is coming again. There is a highway from Genesis to Revelation stained with blood. Every page of this book is marked with the royal scarlet thread of Jesus' blood. The redemption plan, planned by God before he ever made this world, before he ever uh, put this planet into space, God determined in his heart that he would send his son to die upon the cross. Now, you hear what I'm going to say. Calvary was not incidental. Calvary was not accidental. Calvary is fundamental. It's the plan of God. Calvary was not plan B or plan C. I want to say this. Calvary was not even plan A. Calvary was just the plan. Before God ever made the world, listen to what the Bible said in Revelation 13, 8, that Christ was slain before the foundation of the world. That means that in the heart of God and in the mind of God, before he ever laid the foundations of this world, before he ever scooped out the seas, heaped up the mountains, flung out the stars, before anything was made in the material realm, God Almighty, in his heart and mind, had Calvary as the, as the purpose of our redemption. Now, it all started back in Genesis chapter 3. 
uh, when God, uh, when Adam and Eve had sinned, and the Bible says in verse 21, unto Adam also and to his wife did the Lord God make coats of skins and clothe them. And right away we see the blood being shed because you can't skin an animal without shedding blood. And Adam and Eve, there in the garden, had disobeyed the Lord. And immediately when they disobeyed God, they were stricken with guilt. And, you know, before that, they had lived in innocence. They had lived in bliss. They were in communion with God. They were in communion with one another. They were in communion with all of creation. Boy, there's something to be preached right there. When you have communion with God, you'll have communion with your family, and you'll be able to have communion with all of creation. If there's a problem somewhere, I promise you, if you'll trace it back to the root, you'll find that it's your prob- the problem is with God. You can't be right with your fellow man if you're not right with God. You can't be right with your family if you're not right with God. And every river in the garden was God's love in motion. Every flower in the garden was God's love in blossom. The stars above them were God's love uh, in diamond. But when they sinned and distrust and guilt came, That frustration led them to try and cover up their sin by making suits and aprons of fig leaves. And the Bible says Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord. You know, that's what humanity tries to do. Uh, Try to dress in the rags of our own self-righteousness, in the fig leaves of our own good works, the works of the flesh. But God says, I need something else. And God shed innocent blood and made Adam and Eve coats of skin to cover themselves, which is a type and a picture of the covering of the righteousness of Christ that we receive by faith. And so from the very beginning of history, the very beginning of history, God is beginning this scarlet thread through the Bible with the coats uh, for Adam and Eve. And that continues with the story of Cain and Abel. Abel brought a lamb. Cain brought an offering of the works of his hands. The Bible said in the process of time it came that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord, and Abel, he also brought a firstling of his flock and the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering, but unto Cain and to his offering he had not respect. You know why? Because Cain said, I'll give God what I've done. I'll do it my way. And Cain teaches us that a man instinctively wants to worship God, but the problem is he always wants to do it on his terms. This is the problem with humanity. Inside, there is a divine vacuum that says, I need a a creator. I need something divine. I need a higher power. I need a supreme being. But they go about to establish their own righteousness. And Cain wanted to do it his way, and not God's way. But Abel, who had no doubt learned from mom and dad what God required, brought a blood offering, because without shedding of blood, there's no remission. And Abel brought that lamb, and the lamb was the prophecy of the Lamb of God. That scarlet thread continues through Noah. After mankind had plunged deep into sin, the imagination of their thoughts uh, was only evil continually, to the point that God was going to destroy the entire antediluvian civilization by flood. And after God sent the judgment of water, the very first thing Noah came out of that ark 
preserved through the flood by the ark, which is also a picture of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Bible said he built an altar and took every clean beast and every clean fowl and offered burnt offerings on the altar. Again, you see this this thread, the shedding of blood. The scarlet thread continues with Abraham and the offering of blood sacrifices. Isaac offering blood sacrifices. Jacob offering blood sacrifices. And that scarlet thread continued to Egypt, where after four, 400 years, over 400 years of bondage, God sent a deliverer by the name of Moses, and he said, the death angels come and tell this crowd to take uh, the blood of a lamb and place it on the lintel on the doorpost. And when I see the blood, I'll pass over you. I mean, they probably was, don't, don't you know, they might have been somebody in the Israelite crowd said, you know, that's just kind of uh, drastic. That's just kind of, uh, that's kind of uh, outlandish. I mean, I've got some beautiful jewels. Why don't I just why don't I just hang my jewels on my doorpost? They're a lot more attractive than blood. I'll put some diamonds and rubies on the lentils and doorposts. Or, or maybe another one said, I'll tell you what I'll do. I've got some gold. I'll just overlay my doorpost with gold. Or, or maybe another one said, I, I just wrote this beautiful poem about the God of Abraham. And I think it'd be nice if I just tacked this poem up on the door. And maybe another one said, you know what, I've been good. I've been good. I, I've never done anything wrong. I'll, I'll just put a list of my good deeds on the door. Surely that'll work. But none of that would have mattered. If it, was the, if it was not blood, it was death. And that scarlet thread continued for centuries of history with the tabernacle that Moses was instructed to build on Sinai and the temple that Solomon built. Exodus 29 verse 16 says, And thou shalt slay the ram, and thou shalt take his blood, and sprinkle it round about upon the altar. Thousands upon thousands of sheep and oxen and turtle doves and pigeons were killed. Blood was shed. Blood was poured out. Because God had said, When I see the blood, I'll pass over you. And that scarlet thread continues throughout the 39 books of the Old Testament until you come to the Gospels, and then the Gospels is where we find Calvary, Golgotha, the place of the skull, the crucifixion. And when Jesus died upon the cross, he was the fulfillment of the scarlet thread. I would never attempt to describe the crucifixion. Number one, time doesn't allow it this, on this podcast. My vocabulary is not extensive enough to do it. And by the way, when Jesus died, he did not die a martyr. Some people have said Jesus was a martyr. He was not a martyr. Here's what a martyr is. A martyr is a person who dies when he perhaps did not want to die or did not plan to die. Jesus' blood was not spilt. It was no, it was no accident. He, his blood was shed, and Jesus' blood was poured out at Calvary. He said, no man taketh it from me. I lay it down of myself. And Jesus told Peter that he could have called 12 legions of angels if he wanted to, if it were necessary. That's 72,000 angels 
Jesus said, I could have called. We know what one angel did to 185,000 Assyrians. What could Jesus have done with 72,000 angels? The Lord did not hang on the cross because he could not get out of it. He was not a martyr. He did it willingly for your sin, for my sin. He came to die. He planned to die. He lived to die. He was born to die. That's the prophecy of the blood. There is a scarlet thread that runs throughout the Word of God and throughout the history of this world. Now, tomorrow on the next podcast, we're going to go into a couple more thoughts that I want to give you about this scarlet thread. And I believe it'll be a blessing to you. But today, go out and share the good news. You are the salt of the earth. You're the light of the world. Let's go be salt. Let's go be light. The world is dirty. It's dark. It needs purifying. It needs illuminating. If you're listening in the evening, why don't you plan on purpose? Tomorrow, I'm going to get up, pray, read my Bible, get filled with the Holy Ghost, and I'm going to go make a difference in this world. Until the next Treasures of Truth podcast, God bless you.